1: everyone what's up we are live I, I don't know what i don't know what mark's doing i know danny's getting ready to do the post for us through facebook mark's just kind of chilling down there everyone's just super quiet before the show right now uh we're just waiting for the stream to kind of get its going and we're gonna have our goblin joining us a little later into it uh we'll see where he we'll see when he comes in but we're gonna get the show off the road i'm your dungeon master anthony uh, thank you so much for joining us and uh yeah, this will be fun tonight. And we'll see where it is. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we may have part of the party leaving us after today for a little bit. And you know, hopefully they'll join back up in the future. But we'll see where that takes us. Oh, I just I'm sorry guys, my screen is just not lining up for me and seeing double. There it is, better. But we'll get to that by the end of this session on uh, where the streaming party will go moving forward after this week and where the FABALA 5 will land. But, uh, but enough about that. Uh, what I uh, want to get into real quick is that we have Morgor the Immortal from DCT Industries. Morgor, uh, out of all the Kaimon out there from DCT Industries, who is your favorite?
2: Um, <clears throat> I like this little dinosaur guy. That is cool dinosaur guy is pretty cool we um actually my sister came up with a name for one of them for the lion yeah uh geo roar oh nice it's it's a ground type slash a lion so i was like that's perfect
1: they like a thunder roaring effect yep that's pretty sweet that's pretty sweet uh geo roar sweet uh very cool, and the Kaimon is going to be available and out there for everyone March twenty sixth, correct? March twenty sixth, twenty twenty two. Guys, go out there, mark the calendars. And if I'm not mistaken, you're going to be at a festival next month, or is it this month? Yes, no, next month. Next month, November. Uh, what date is the festival? Uh, November twentieth, twentieth. And where can people go to? Uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, it's called Playtest Play Fest. Yes. And uh, where is it going to be held?
2: Uh, What's it called? Casual Dragon Games in Lockport. Casual
1: Dragon Games in Lockport, New York. So if you're in the area, you want to help support some local gamers and uh, go say hi to Morgor the Immortal. Make sure to uh, mark the calendar for Playtest Playfest and go have some fun. All right, guys. Let's pick up from last week. Y'all had quite a successful encounter. You guys didn't have to end up fully killing a silver dragon that was very close to killing you all as well. I feel Remus is very happy that you guys were able to talk him down and unlock the shackle around its neck. And hey, so you guys had an encounter with a silver dragon known as Corveir that was being chained up and apparently fed to with uh, children and who knows what other pr- prisoners Jarrell had captured during his time at the carnival. Jarrell was nowhere to be in sight for youth four during the fight, uh, appearing after the encounter with him in the big tent. We do know that. Finks had a discussion with him, which I believe only Howard's aware of. No one had, no, that didn't come to fruition with everyone, right? Shaking the head's nuts. No, um, just Howard. Just Howard. Yep. And with Jarell nowhere to be seen. You guys have fought a silver dragon. And within the last moments, Remus quickly got up to it. And actually, no, it wasn't, you wasn't your, uh, you used a mage hand. To unlock it, it's mage hand. Or did you jump up and scale the dragon? You jumped up and scale the dragon, let a saddle dragon and got the collar off of its neck. It's uh, frustration and aggression stopping instantaneously. And now we pick up. There are. Ours. Oh, and before uh, I guess also one of the things we also found out is that there were three children. One of them got eaten. You stop the one from eating the one. Maximus stopped, stopped the one from eating the, the one child uh, in the one cage. And there was two other in the other in a locked crate. And that's where it was. Three children, one unlocked. Second crate locked up with two children in it. We um, pick up from there. Silver Dragon Corvius. <clears throat> Who are you?
3: Well, <clears throat> before you <sighs> froze me, uh, we are the Fabola Five.
1: <laughs> Small jungle, and- but okay.
3: Um. So, so glad that you found your senses. Uh, are you still going to eat the children, or no?
4: No, no. I, I wouldn't understand. Mind, dare eat the children? Please.
1: Oh. He looks over at them and you can see him attempt to be like, "Hush, I'm not my, was not myself." Children, terrified of him. A large silver dragon. I mean terrifying creature. And uh he kind of just kind of moves off and sidesteps to the right of where the metal crates are. Please someone else help them.
3: Mm, yeah. Uh, Maximus, that's that's your department. Yeah. Um, I'll so, work on it. cool. Uh by any chance, my uh my goblin friend over here. Um, made a deal to let Jorel go. Yeah, by the way, at this point, Joral escaped.
1: This point, thanks, is uh, not to be seen. Um, everyone, real quick, give me a quick perception check for the last uh, second. Uh, 10. Zero. Zero. Nice. Uh, 17. Bidding. Oh, Remus, we're going to get something?
5: 18.
1: Okay. Remus, out of the side of your eye and Howard, you both uh, do see in the last seconds that Finks has uh, ran, is running back down to the room of Jarrell's uh, little room of where you uh, first saw him. And he's just kind of looking over and just kind of scouring over and investigating some of the shelves and some of the furniture.
3: Yeah. So anyway, my, yeah, yeah, he ran. Okay. Bye, Finks. Um, he let Jarrell go. Um, yeah that happened Uh, can you or do you know where he likes to hang out besides here or where we could find him
1: he's gonna roll in history check intelligence check I'll say
4: he's a slippery bastard
5: I don't know where
4: he would run off to. He knows spells of disappearance to hide in plain sight. He could very well be here.
1: You he seem to scour and scan the room.
3: Oh, well, I guess we'll see. And I hold up my uh, lantern and I start looking around.
1: Ah, Lantern. Um, What does the lantern do? Is it just That's, a the lantern, of,
3: the lantern of Revealing. Uh, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Shedding bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. Invisible creatures and objects are visible as long as they are in the lantern's bright light. Okay.
1: As so you're scanning over, make an investigation check for me. All
3: right. Uh, nope, that's a six.
1: Okay. Um, technically, it would be with advantage. All right, okay. So we'll give it. 10. Cool. you scanning over the light and even uh, underneath this massive dragon's gaze you do not see any shadowed outline of your favorite halfling. You see the dragon
5: <sighs> sniff the air. He is
6: not here
3: yeah i figured as much well i guess you're free to go um are you you sure you're not gonna eat the children
4: i am sure
3: okay what do you normally eat
4: anything that tastes good uh, i'm uh eat or rest
3: oh okay well Uh, i mean there's plenty of creatures out there i guess so go for it um I mean, the children are kind of tender, but it looks like Max got it. So we're good. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I bid you adieu. And I'm going to head back towards the back to the first part of the tent that we came in through. Okay. And start going through whatever. um, I know there was chest or something back there, too. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah.
1: Uh, All right. So you head off that way. And what is everyone else doing at this point? Uh, I'm working
0: on getting the kids out of the cage and telling them to go back to uh, their grandfather.
2: Okay. Morbor? Morbor is throwing a tantrum in the corner because we talked to the dragon instead of killing it.
1: Yes. After a really good uh, persuasion check. Yep. You, yes. Um. And with your zero perception check, you don't notice the stare down of the Silver Dragon. You all clearly see this distasteful look look of Corvier staring down at where Morgor is sitting now. Um, Maximus, what you doing? There's a locked crate. How are you unlocking it? What you doing? Um,
0: I'm just going to start... Hacking away at the lock. I guess I can try and finagle it
1: open. Okay. Uh, make a slight of hand. Uh, a slight of hand check.
7: For lock picking.
1: Twenty. Uh, Not natural. Fifteen plus five. Okay. Uh, you grab one of the lock. Do you have a lock? Do you have a lock picking tools? Um, I, let me check what I have here. What are you picking the lock with?
0: Um uh, probably my dagger if I don't have any tools. Uh, let me check to see. I got a dagger. Uh a small knife.
6: Yeah. Just just uh, probably a small knife?
1: Cool. Yeah, small knife. Popping in one of the knives into the locking uh key mechanisms. Shift it around and uh use a little bit of uh leverage. <coughs> you hear one of the pins pop. It's not a complicated, uh, intricate lock uh crate i mean children aren't very strong and don't know how to get out of uh, situations as such so you (laughs) lift off the top of the uh, metal three by three crate and look down Uh, there are two bodies in here uh yeah so in the first one you had a little boy that tells you his name is pino and then you have the two children here are... Oh, hi! Can you help us as they kind of put their hands out to... for you to help them out?
0: Yeah, I'll uh squat down on the cage and leave my tail over so they can like grab on my tail and I can lift them up and out.
1: Kids, pull on the, hold on to your tail. Lift them out. Thank you.
4: Uh, um, where's her dad and Mom,
6: and where's everyone?
0: Uh, I, was you, I, I don't know where everybody else is, but your grandfather is the one who told me to come find you guys, and that's, that, the, uh, that we were friends of the keepers of the feather, and that once you are free, you can fly home.
1: Make a charisma check on these two. I say persuasion. Okay. Persuasion. Because these are, uh, it's a group of little little group of young children, probably Oh, okay. So you see, the one kid is starting to cry. or starting to like his eyes start to swell up. And he's and he tuckers it down it's like, okay, okay. Um, he looks back at his uh, siblings. He goes, we can, we can do this. Uh, these go as they uh, in a fl- in an instant flash and burst into a little uh, baby raven, essentially, and a quick little burst of smoke and feathers flap out. And as the second one does it, the third one looks at you and goes, "We haven't been able to the crates." <sighs> Start talking out of excitement uh turn into a final raven, and they begin to flap or, uh flap and fly off. make an intelligence check history check
0: history check all right
1: three all right it may be a tough journey on the way home, but the little the three little ravens will do their best to fly home. All right. Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So three little ravens fly off. Remus, what are you up to?
8: I'm just kind of hanging out. You know, we just freed a giant silver dragon. That that was something. Uh, Resting, sitting, regaining strength for a second, feeling stronger somehow. (laughs) <laughs> or at least sturdier. Uh, yeah. things left.
1: Why are we here still? The dragon <laughs> leans it's kinda leans over and goes
4: Well first off, thank you.
1: Um Did you have the bla the the, the sun sword out? I don't think I did for any of that. Alright. Um looks on, looking over goes
4: as for why you're still here, probably can't leave this place until the ringmaster's gone for good. He must still be on the ground somewhere. He controls it, his domain, this passive entry. So is Jarrell the ringmaster or is
8: someone else the ringmaster?
4: for now he is the what title makes... ch- oh. the title changes how usually death and cunning overtake one to kill the uh, head of the show but then
8: there's still a ringmaster
4: yes so the title passes huh there before Jarel, there was another, the one that put me to servitude. His name was oh. Dandy. Dandy?
5: Yes. Huh. Well,
8: um. Huh. Why
4: were you out this way? The ringmaster, Jarel. I believe he was on, a, on the run, hiding from something or one. Usually the carnival would be in more exotic, frivolous places, fun. A few occasional shops in a hoarder town. Maybe even a layover in the Shadowfell. Because yeah, we're just kind of in the middle of nowhere.
8: Well, once you get out of the carnival, nowhere.
1: Oh, well. uh, describe the place. Any name? Uh, I think for Bar- Borovia or is that where we were? Yes. Um, make a history check with him. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Five. Five. All right. With uh with the joint history checks.
4: He's Rovia does not ring a bell. But with the amount of time we've been here, it must be a dark and desolate place. The carnival takes on characteristics of its destination, form-fitting to the liking of the denizens. And
1: this place has seen better time. Referring to the carnival itself. Yeah. I remember it being in a very while last I
4: was there. Everything since has been a
6: blur.
1: Mention of the Feywild, Maximus. Give me a history check. 16. 16. Um, with the, the mention of the Feywild and a traveling uh, carnival, there are many that travel amongst the plains and throughout the realms. This one specifically, uh, that has come through for quite some time. You're having memories and tales of one that would uh, show on uh, showcasing various fantastical beasts. Kind of like a kind of like think of like your county like think about like your think like your county fairs that would show up with the fake monsters but it was just too good that you couldn't pass down, but they always did have these really exotic over the top magical beasts that they would somehow be real where the majority of the attractions are like clearly fake, but there's like, no, 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 no. They say they have a silver dragon. They have a dragon. Like that's it. And your time at this, at this carnival here picking up, like, I guess this could be it, you know, the, the muted grays and reds and dulled yellows could have been vibrant at one point. And, Perhaps the games weren't all torture, always. And you recall the t- the term, uh, the, the season's bloom. Sorry. Yes. The season's bloom. And it was known for arriving at the turn of the seasons. Uh, like if it was uh, when it was summertime and in the Feywild, and it was, uh, you know, someone was itching for the fall to really come around, it would happen whenever this the carnival would show up, and you would begin to notice, oh wow it's now progressing. It would kind of just mark part timing throughout the year um, I don't know if you've ever been to the carnival. I'd let you probably decide that if you had ever visited there or not um but you were known, but it was known to be dangerous and that people would waste their. Their life away when the carnival was in town, it would be there for extended periods. It wasn't just like a a one stop for the weekend It would you know appear for a few a few weeks and husbands would go missing because they would be spending all their time and attraction and money at a few of the gambling spots in the carnival uh women would uh, women would go there to party and get away at various dance halls. children were known to disappear with the carnival when it would leave.
4: This could have been that at one point.
5: Okay.
4: But, Dandy had a sword made of red metal, like a ruby. I'm gonna
5: point to this.
8: Go, go on. Yeah, yeah. Do the thing. Oh no! That, that I'm Remus. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, I, I say my name. I'm I'm Remus.
4: Hi, Remus.
8: <laughs> um, you were describing a sword.
4: <laughs> yes, a blackened hilt with shards of metal protruding up from the side. A red blade that hummed. With anger. So it's like, hmm. (laughs) Of sorts. Okay. It has corrupt, it had corrupted Dandy. At first I arrived at the carnival, not so much as a slave, but as a guest staying to recuperate and heal. He had bartered for me. But amongst our time, my time and care, I watched him divulge and become broken.
8: Well, I don't... I found this sword blade. Interesting. Some stuff broke off of it once I found it, so... It kind of hums
1: more like this, it's like not do you do you, fl- do you turn it on no, or no? okay it's um, <laughs> um you three uh morgor's still sitting in prayer and just muttering, or has he broken his his meditation by this point
2: uh yeah, he's trying to listen to like what the conversation going on, but he's he's also getting like frustrated and bored because he's not killing stuff.
1: Okay. Perception with disadvantage and Maximus and Remus. Give me a uh, give me perception checks. 18.
2: Okay. 15.
1: 15. Okay. Four. Okay. No reaction out of Corvier. Uh, if any, more intrigued. And Maximus, you only notice this just because. More like a intrigueness to him. And I'll say with this one, with your high roll, there's almost a humanistic or... there's almost like a humanistic or a sociable quality to this dragon where he doesn't seem so much as this ancient beast, like a drag. Like when you think of a dragon, you think very set, very self-entitled intimidating, um, like, like monster. This is, there's some, there's a humanistic like intrigueness to him as he stares you down and is just listening to the back comments of he's almost eating up this talk. He is something he's missed.
0: Can, uh, can I ask the dragon a question? Yeah. Uh, I'm going uh, to... Like... Like, excuse me. Yes. Uh, so, uh, dumb question. Uh, but, but things aren't always quite as they seem around here, it seems like. So, were you always a dragon? Or can you, like, turn into a dragon type of a thing? Like, I'm a human. I'm a dragon. Or, you know, yes, no.
4: hmm? With time, I, I could be one. I am tired and weak now, but before I was
1: chained, as he just kind of itches his, the spot on his neck where the collar was, I used to enjoy
4: being uh, such as yourselves. Bipedal and... go oh, okay, you used to be a cat? <laughs> I was a shorter person, uh, but I preferred a dwarf in form. All stoutiness, great drinks, and the bars were fun. I was captured and taken and weakened but I haven't had a proper sleep in a while perhaps now I may once again change Hey Remus you got any of those pies?
8: Uh, I I never ate any pie Howard Howard, I think loved whatever pie we had Howard is our pie guy. He is a resident pastry chef, actually. <laughs> I'll yell him the, to the tent. Howard,
0: do you have any pies? No? I think I ate it already.
3: Okay. But we could definitely get some more. Because I feel like it's going to be that kind of night.
1: All right. At this time, we'll say howard just for funsies uh you're making an investigation check over Jarell's room
3: okay
1: and there were um we'll see what's your roll uh 19 okay 19 so going into the room where Jarell was uh you do see that there were two chests in the corner large hardy um very cliche treasure looking chest like pirate salaries with a curved top open to big fat padlock on it. Uh, Darkened stained wood with black metal uh, iron, kind of that rivets up and down the sides bolts. There is his dresser as well as a footlocker. And as you're kind of looking down his uh, footlocker, you see that there is a hidden door uh, or like a hidden, almost like a drop drop latch mechanism on the side of the bottom of the footlocker, the little chest about this, uh, footlocker is, he's about two feet, uh, about half a foot up in size comparison, So small, and there's something, there's almost like a little drop lever of sorts by it. Um, and as you do you in, uh, you turn around, you see Finks is, uh, Looking around and going over Jarrell's bedding, and just kind of looking over and looking for any last uh, last minute clues that were left there, because Fink's ran off from the Silver Dragon into the room. Hmm.
6: I'm
3: gonna try to open up the little drop latch, whatever it is,
1: and try to open up the drop latch. Yep. Okay. Make a sleight of hand check, mm-hmm. or, or are you trying to be stealthy about this, or like like a like careful like Remus would, or are you just trying to like just open it up? <laughs> no. Oh, just make a straight, a straight <clears throat> Uh, That's a nine. That's a nine? Okay. Um, make a constitution saving throw. Fuck <laughs> oh, yeah. And as you go to see this little lever switch that it, it looks like you have to push it and lock it as you uh, push and like kind of push it down. So as you slide it in, you have to drop it. And then there seems to be, uh, as you do so, a button that pops out. And as you see the button popped out, you assume you may have to like kind of click it and pop it back in as it was released when the lever moves. And as you push it back in, there's a thought in your head of Rima saying, no, not that. As there's a second sound of and some gas begins coming out from the bottom drop Drop a uh, shelf uh, that you see in the foot locker out of the creasing along the wooding, uh, you see this gas that comes uh, put uh, out as you I'm do
3: quickly gonna like grab the lapel part of my coat and just like put it okay. over to kind of cover up.
1: What was your constitution save? Uh, it's a ten the ten. Uh, you begin to feel a little woozy, and as you rock back and forth. You just kind of shake it off as you feel there's almost like the feeling of uh, kind of what shakes it off, like kind of like what shakes your head to shake it off is this like tendril mo- tendril movement bo- under your skin, almost like something, you ever see the, the, you ever see the ruins? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, like something like okay. that kind of like helps shake you out of it.
5: Okay.
1: Oh, whatever right. affecting you doesn't affect you there's a <sighs> there is a uh second secondary clicking sound though that you hear come from within the foot locker
3: i look over at sphinx real quick um that wasn't me the the locker thing farted and then i'm going to go back in through and see what i can find in there
5: okay uh
1: just for sake of it just sphinx we had you run back into uh, Jarel's room and you're just kind of looking over for any clues of his disappearance and where he could have went to, uh, Howard open up the Footlocker. You see a uh, multiple sheets of paper that are blank, just like blank sheets of parchment. Uh, there is a pair of boots. Um, there. Um, at off at first glance, do you have dark vision? No.
3: But I have my lantern. So. Lantern
1: looking in. Uh, first glance, you see these boots have this almost kind of like spider webbing looking effect up the side of it, almost like um lays of like a stitching of uh, like an embossing of spider webs and stitching up the side. And they're okay. they cut off at the ankles. They're kind of almost like a, a converse high top, where they okay. come up in the stitchings up the side. Um, black looking soles, and you see that there is a crack at the on the bottom of the. F- of, like, the bed of the uh, locker that's cracked open. So you kind of have to push
7: and slide it to get to what's beneath it. Yeah, I, it's I will do that. i in what Howard's doing. And He's going to kind of, like, peer in with him. I,
3: I hold on to the boots real tight. Like, I found them. They're mine. And then I'm going to keep on going, like, push the bottom through see, uh, if I can and see what else is in there. Silly Howard
7: thinks already has boots.
3: All right, good. Just making sure.
7: And they're
1: smelling great—briny, salty smell. The mention of them just ah, hit you. Looking, you see, it is a book that has a big uh, latch of metal that wraps around it, from where the the pages would like kind of break it open. No lock on it, but the but the metal latches over, and it just looks kind of fastened
3: okay i will grab the book as well
5: okay grab the book
3: Um, uh, i don't think there's anything else in here unless you want to try to rummage through Fink's. but i'm going to sit down for a second okay and i'm just going to kind of go off to the side and sit
7: all right i'll go check underneath this. underneath the the chest the foot logger underneath the chest so the uh
1: the drop the drop the drop drawer is what
7: was underneath it is that what you're talking about no i'm talking about like literally underneath the whole uh, thing
1: oh under, underneath it okay um make a strength check as you go to lift the are you lifting the chest up or pushing it yeah okay strength check was, you uh, it. 13 do okay it wasn't a big block, big block, or locker you slide it off to the side you know what I'm going to roll percentile, percentile dice because I'm curious. Yes. Okay. So
3: Halfway porn.
7: One can only help.
5: So. Let's make sure. So you see the
1: sign that has been familiar. Make a history check.
6: Oh,
5: um, that's
1: a nine. That's a nine with advantage. Okay, familiar. Still a nine. Damn it! Okay, um, Tatsumono, as you are kind of staring at this, kind of dumb, dumbstruck, dumbfound. Be more like it. This is. The same symbol that Howard has been drawing and leaving everywhere.
7: So Howard, see you were here before us.
3: Uh, Yeah, that's how I got these boots in the book.
7: And I kind of point to the, I tap the sign with the Finks' mace. Which
1: wooden floor, by the way. And the sign is carved into almost like with a wood carver. So it's about this big around. And it's been almost like chiseled with wood, like carving tools into the wooden floor.
3: Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't leave that.
7: This is clearly your handwriting.
3: I mean, I don't know if it's my handwriting. It's carved into the wood. Um, Yeah. All right. Hold on one second, because I'm still trying to fix my shoes as I'm like taking off one boot and trying to put the new boots on.
0: Just
3: new boot goofing,
0: new boot goofing. <clears throat> All right,
3: so once I get the boots on and everything, I'm gonna kind of like, do they fit. Are they a little loose, tight?
1: So I'm just gonna confirm how much time you've taken with these.
3: Uh, I don't know, like five minutes of that maybe.
1: So you you put them on, snip them, snugged. Uh, as you finish the final lace, it feels like they 're almost kind of uh they 're like perpetually snugged on like they 're unremovable mm-hmm.
3: all right cool um these are feeling fine i 'm gonna take my boots and just chuck them off to the side God uh, okay all right uh let me see the sign i 'm gonna go check the sign, put my hand on it, feel like the grooves. Do I feel like any kind of magical aura coming from it?
1: Are you doing detect magic? Are you doing a spell on them? Make an arcana check. Yeah, I I just just started. Make straight arcana check. Ooh, uh, 26. Okay. These definitely have a magical trait to them. You could feel that. Um, They're... There probably will have to be further investigation, but with the 26, just a second. Let's see. Do you have any attunement items attached to you at this this time? Are you attuned to anything?
3: I have my uh, pendant and then I have my lantern.
1: It's only those two attunements, correct? correct okay so you do feel you uh we'll say that uh the final attunement slide is taken
3: hold on i take that back the lantern isn't an attunement one it's just the pendant
1: okay so just a pendant okay yeah so we'll say right now you do have a third a second attunement item and you feel as you kind of stand up go to step it is almost like your feet are stuck to the ground a little bit Okay. almost like they're sticky and as you kind of keep stepping up and walking over to Fink's through the struggle it becomes a little bit easier to walk and yeah uh, you believe what the 26th minute is pretty fucking high um, you have the slippers of spider kind essentially nice yes
4: spider kind how how long does
1: it take to attune to something for this sake generally it's a short rest generally for for sake of story with uh without you knowing anything any further we'll say the zipping that's an attunement
0: so like uh that that wand that Howard had given to me that I used would after since I'm not really technically doing anything since I let the kids free I'm just kind of lounging about can I try and attune to it
1: or
0: kind of figure out what the,
1: what it still was. Why so? It's,
0: or whatever. Did the wand fully
1: disappear? No, I did. Like when oh,
0: I oh oh oh. So like, I'm just trying to figure I out what's what what's going on. So like so
1: um so yeah, you can equip the wand of fireballs. You would hit attuned. I believe uh, if it doesn't require attunement, this this item of it will say it does. And through the attunement process, you would have done that. Um, you would have have. Uh, Known of so attu- attuning is essentially you equipping to a powerful magic item or a magical item, right? Uh, so that you're like, you don't OP on the number of items you have, okay? Cool. And it's different attunement items or different items have different attunement stuff. So, like, if there may be a, a sacred dagger that needs to be attuned while uh, sli- about while skinning the first kill on like the first full moon. Certain items may have like weird ritual stuff that needs to be done, or okay. just the act of putting the item on in, in meditation. The whole thing of the going going uh, invisible, that is that would you uh, that we'll say that that would be an extra effect, and I guess uh, make an intelligence check just to kind of make the two the connect two and two,
0: Uh,
1: or wisdom check just to say for this wisdom so 17? 17? yeah all right clicking two and two together two and two to. Together and with your connection to the Fae, you knew that there's something often different about this wand. And really, what you just now know is that this is a wand of fireballs, a standard. But now, when you cast a spell through this wand, you roll on the magic surge table, as well as it has the smell of fruity pebbles. Fantastic. Okay. But, um,
4: so that is that. Okay.
1: So, back in the room, Howard and Finks. Orgor yeah,
2: so- is going to walk into the room too okay. and put on Howard's old boots, but they're going to like rip because of how big his clawed foot is and go, Oh, me, Howard. Me worship Yellow King. Me worship Worst God.
3: you know Morgor uh, you're very close except you need a yellow coat I'm not giving you mine
0: though
2: Morgor kind of goes like this pretending he has a coat
0: I'll run up behind Morgor and uh, cast infestation and go Eldritch Blast
1: (laughs) (laughs) Remus Corvir is uh, for the sake of this use. Please, I
4: would like to talk. Tomorrow, I need
8: rest. Oh, yeah, Um, there's a giant, like, what was it, a frog monster in the big tent? Yeah. Oh, no, I got rid of the one. Was there still a second one?
1: Nope, just the one. Mm, Damn.
8: I was going to say you could eat what's left of that, but there's nothing left of that now.
4: I will eat in the morning. Um, it's it's been a rough time for me.
1: Did I
7: notice that Finks came back?
1: At this point, you start to hear Finks' voice down the hall.
7: He's literally on the floor laughing at Morgor's impression.
8: (laughs) I'm going to yell out to Finks to come here for a second if if he's
7: able to. (laughs) All right, I'll kind of like slink around and make sure that sword's not turned on and then pop into the room.
8: Oh, yeah, we're good. Right. Thanks. Can you, uh, our our large silver friend here, is tired. Is there any way you can put him a little more at ease before he rests? I don't know if you can help with like the collar damage that was there.
7: Um. Yeah. I can. Can I just drop a healing spell on him, Anthony? Most certainly. Okay. I don't think that's gonna fix any exhaustion, but um... first
2: we don't kill dragon. Now we heal dragon. Oh, Morgor, so mad! Aren't you part dragon, Morgor? Yeah, don't you like dragons? Not this dragon. This dragon worshipped Bahamut.
6: Well,
0: this dragon was confused. He was all chained up.
2: <laughs> That's okay,
3: Morgor. If you're Howard, uh, Howard loves dragons equally.
2: That's true. Uh, yeah. Oh, me Howard. Howard have bad taste in dragons.
3: Well, obviously, I like you, so that is a bad taste. And I'm going to like wave my hand, and I'm going to cast minor illusion and make like a yellow coat on him.
7: <laughs> Four, Fourteen uh, to heal the dragon.
1: I want to see a drawing of Morgor in a yellow coat with a rift with a rift, you kind know, of like a
8: Bruce Banner ripped coat. Bruce Banner, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like Tommy
1: Boy. With with the claws just popping out of the the, the boots. (laughs) Um, So you healed him 14, the dragon. 14 healing, yes. Thank you. Young
7: one.
4: Little, little one, I should say, here, not so young. (laughs) Uh, We'll talk in the morning. I appreciate you and your party, and I'll be more presentable.
1: <clears throat> As he just curls up where he is and just till then, and just rolls over and clocks out snoring very loud. <clears throat> <clears throat> You see a little bit of healing and cuts are starting to magically be stitched up by little goblins that are running up and down the dragon sides, healing some of the wounds. There's one of them just with a, with a, uh, with a, it looks to be like a ragged a ragged, uh newspaper and is spraying him for the bottle and just a little bit of silver is being polished. Tink! Looks up at you, thumbs up. Good as new. Well done. I think
8: that'll help our new friend. He's sleepy. he doesn't know.
1: Um Thanks. Make an investigation check. Maybe make a straight perception check. Okay. As your as your little healing goblins are are cleaning up and trying to stitch up the wounds. Okay. Twenty four, net twenty. Nat twenty, nice. You do see on the back side of one of the uh on one of the was it? passenger rear rear passenger leg there is a scrape. you know exactly what i'm talking about Uh on the on like his thigh there is a clawed scarred mark that looks like deformed skin that has been like played and cut and ripped at that is missing like scales and like they've been growing back but like this portion of the leg has just been just kind of torn up at and you're looking at the remainder of the dragon and you're now seeing that other pieces and parts of the dragon on the underside have kind of, kind of ripped them and toyed at and tugged and looks okay. like scales have been like removed and harvested. Um
7: I'm going to roll a medicine check. Nat 20. Nice. Uh, and I wanted to know what I could do to either ease or help his healing process, if anything. Apart from you, 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 you don't, you're not fully aware
1: of what can straight up return to the years of trauma that this dragon has been in servitude and been under, been a slave under with his collar. Um, Oh, I don't heal mental
7: things just you know
1: <laughs> as far it's as healing just straight just straight dumping healing into into a creature can heal it you no know, drag like if you're to fight a dragon dragons out there will have healing potions for themselves to take and other intelligent beasts can benefit from potions and factors as well so okay. healing can work as well um perhaps greater restoration you don't know what a lesser lesser restoration could do on that on the calming side for it to be able to rest but Healing spells do work.
7: Okay. Well, if he's resting, then he'll be he'll be okay. Um so I don't want to dump any more heal spells into him right now. All right.
1: You two are in there. Howard, were you going after the other chest or are you leaving him as is?
3: Um, before I do that, I'm gonna go through the book real quick.
1: You go to open the book. Mm-hmm. The backside that steel—it's about a three, a uh, two-inch wide plate that's been that bends around the cover of the book down to the back, and they're riveted in, mm-hmm. almost like with bolt, uh, not not riveted, not like not riveted, um, almost like punched in to the sides and bound. So like, there's no like screw marks or nothing to twist them or push them in, but they're bolted into it. So okay. you go to kind of pull it, and there is no release hmm.
3: all right well i'll deal with that later i'm gonna put it in my little satchel of holding okay and then i'm going to walk over to the next chest and see if i can open that and see what's in there
1: okay any any bit of remus influencing you with the stealth check? you're just de- dexing it Dex it just, dexing
3: just dex it.
1: it yeah just straight dexes.
3: it worked for me the first time so why not uh 13
1: okay uh dex you see the clock uh, the lock you go to jam the your knife into it your one of your daggers trying to twist it, and there's a as you bend one of the daggers inside the keyhole, trying to twist it around the uh dagger tip snaps off and is stuck inside the one uh chest lock it's hmm. well,
3: useless I'm gonna pitch that dagger. Uh, well, let's see if this will. How wide is the foot locker? A couple of feet, you said.
1: This, a, this is a foot locker. This one is one of like actual chests, like an actual, like chest this up? is like okay. a, this is like the cliche looking chest of gold, like pirate chest style, like just all right, box, rounded top.
3: And it's like the classic padlock on the front, classic or?
1: padlock at, a, at appearance.
3: All right, <laughs> I'm gonna grab the lock, both hands, and mm-hmm. eldritch Blasts. Out of both hands. Through the lock.
1: Okay. Uh, Make attack rolls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. 22
3: for the first one and 21 for the second.
1: Okay. Roll damage. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, So 9 on the first and 14 on the second.
1: (laughs) As you pull your hands away the locks are still intact. They look a little scuffled, but mm. holding firm. Mm. Pull it down. It's okay. pretty tight. I'm going to
3: spend the next couple of turns doing the same thing.
1: <clears throat> um, roll two more attack rolls for me. All
3: right. Uh, 23. Okay. And 21 again. Okay
1: hit hit do the same
3: nice 14 again on the first
1: no progress and
3: 13 on the second
1: as you let these two other blasts go you uh you don't seem to be doing much damage with it like keep blasting it maybe over the course of a few hours if this is how you're going to try and proceed gonna take some time
3: yeah no nah, this isn't working uh remus i need kevin
1: Oh,
8: okay. Where? What are you doing?
3: Uh, trying to get in this chest.
8: All right. Well, I, I can probably just try it first. Oh yeah, I guess you. Morgor, can help. help. Well, do you want me to see what's inside it first?
3: Yes, because I feel like Morgor might break it. Sorry, Morgor. No offense. Me
2: no, Morgor. Me Howard, Eldritch oh, yeah. blast, and I throw a hand axe at it. Yes. What Make
1: it a all.
8: Uh, can I start to look through the chest while this is happening?
2: Yes. <laughs> uh twenty. Um
1: the axe. Ding. Right on the top of the uh on top of the chest, the axe is wedged into it. Uh got a pretty good live bomb about half an inch into the wood sticking out. Remus, as you're looking over this wooden chest. Uh, You see in it a large, large pile of... Make a reception shock. 19. Okay.
5: Okay.
1: You see a large pile of silver in it, almost like – do they keep their money? large pile of – appears to be silver, and you see that there are a few glass bottles that are filled and corked. You can't really tell what they are uh, specifically, but there's there's a variety of liquid in this uh, crate. It looks like coins
8: and liquids in little jars with stoppers. Your little tube things you like to drink. Uh, What color liquid? I do not see color in my eye. Try your other eye. Well, I can't see through the wood that way. Yeah. But it shouldn't be too hard to open, I think. Okay. Do Do you want help or do you want me to do it or...
3: Yeah, no, go for it because I'm obviously I've tried and I can't get past the lock.
8: All right. I will attempt to open the chest.
1: Okay. I need you to do a check for me with disadvantage because there is, as you're upon looking at it, you see that there is a bent off and snapped uh, first front half of a dagger wedged into the lock.
8: If I see that, can I play like operation essentially with the lock and pull that piece out first?
1: Yeah. Um uh make a dexterity check. All right. 15? 15. There's I mean it wasn't the most uh, wedged in there but, it was, uh, but you could feel that as you're pulling it out a few of the tumblers were jammed and busted in the process and you could see that the half of the dagger that was wedged in there is torn up. So oh. it's going to be a little bit more difficult to open this padlock. But All right. Dagger. front of the dagger knife is removed. Sick. I'm going to try and open it now. All right. We'll say straight roll on this so no disadvantage. All right. Um, it's just Dex. Uh, Dex plus your sleight of hand. Sick. Plus proficiency if it isn't already proficient, but I'm sure you... Oh, it is. 29. 29. Easy enough. Uh, you slip in, Kevin, as he t- turns into the key. Mush, uh, put him in there, and just like every old time, go to twist to unlock it. Unlocks, the padlock t- drops open. Chest is
8: unlocked. Uh, I unlocked it. I'm not opening it though, and I'm going to walk back away slowly from this mysterious chest. All
1: right, there's a second chest next to it. You do see two. I don't know if you want to get on that We'll see how this one
8: goes first.
1: All right.
2: Morgor opened the chest.
1: Morgor is going to open the chest? Okay. Morgor, you walk over. Padlock is uh, offset, unlocked. You see a a clasped open. How you open in the chest?
2: I'm going to take both hands on the side of the chest, and then just like... Go like this and flip the whole chest.
1: Awesome. Make a strength roll. It's
3: like rage quitting the chest.
1: No more games uh, of Monopoly from from Morgor. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. As you lift the lid of the chest, the metal hinges that the padlock was still hooked onto snap and bend off. The top of the chest rips completely and flips. And as the uh, top, as the bucket of the chest Uh, falls back, there's a scattering of silver uh, coins all over the floor. As you you see, uh, three glass vials roll out, as well as a quiver of arrows that are about seven inches, six inches long, with little tiny uh, baby bird uh, fletchings on them.
2: Morgor doesn't want any of this.
3: Hmm. Okay. Uh, what color are the vials?
1: Uh, you walking over? Are you going to start like kind of rummaging through and grabbing them? or Are you just kind of looking? I'm just looking at the moment, looking at them. Uh, the one that you see appears to be a blue. One is a red, and the other one is tucked into the silver coins. And it has a metallic looking liquid to it, possibly silver. Can't really tell. It just has a shimmer ring that uh, almost like a shimmering that where the lighting in the room is kind of off as uh, catching it. It's hard to distinguish what it is.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, if you guys don't mind, I'll take the, the liquids. Um, Remus, you could probably put the silver in your body. I don't know if that's how that works still. Um, Morgor, you don't want anything?
1: Like even
8: this little arrow- the same, but I'll take the silver.
1: All right. I'll take the arrow. Okay. Take the you arrow. Go. You see the, uh, you see, it looks about the size of, looks like your hand, the length of your hand for like a super small bow and arrow, maybe. I pull out my crossbow. Does it fit? I forgot you had a, is it a hand
0: crossbow? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, uh, Crossbow light.
1: If I'm not mistaken, let me just make sure. Just confirm. It's little, it actually is your crossbow is a light cross. You have a light crossbow. Yeah. Um, I believe it is a. Let's see, is this a two handed weapon? No, it takes two hands to cock, probably. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, so no, this is, yeah, this is a two headed weapon. Said. So uh, light crossbows would yeah. be a lighter, it's kind of kind of be almost like a smaller, smaller looking one. It's not so heavy duty. Ah. This, uh, so these arrows, as you kind of pull out your crossbow and kind of compare it, these appear to be about like a half to maybe a third of the size of your normal crossbow hmm. bolts.
0: I'll still hold on to it.
1: Okay. Maybe find something smaller for hand size. There you go. Yeah, deal. Um, For sake of it, uh, you can mark down that you have 20 hand crossbow bolts.
0: Anything special about them?
1: Say it again. Anything special about them? Uh, Make an arcana check. Hold on. uh,
0: 22? 22.
1: There appears to be a frosted, almost... um, Especially with your encounter with the dragon with Corvier and seeing his breath weapon in action, you actually see that the front of these tips are almost frosted, almost like uh, when you leave uh, metal in the freezer overnight and you see them t- in like uh, frost bitten metal. I don't know how to describe it. Okay. They're actually, as you're kind of touching them, almost cold to the touch. You have 20 uh, frost tipped crossbow bolts. And put a little asterisk next to it. So, further investigation, you may know more. Cool. Cool. Okay.
3: Cool. Uh, the blue vial, is that like the same as my other blue vials I once had? It looks similar to it. Awesome. I'm going to start pocketing all those and make then make an intelligence said... check. <clears throat> okay. 17. Uh,
1: Seventeen knowing Jarrell and knowing how his mind set works, seeing the magical essence of the crossbow bolts and of fighting with Corvier and seeing the silver there's something that's kind of connecting to you that's making you think that Jarrell was using um his magical connect, the connection and the properties of, a, of such a beast to make special enchantments and items for himself, which is not a first for him. We're calling the barrels with people fermenting in them mm-hmm. in, in Brine Spell. Hmm. Well,
3: Got to hand it to the little guy. He's uh, quite a crafty one. All right. Well, uh, there was one more chest, or no? That was the there was a one.
1: second chest next to him. Uh, for the silver count, I'll say there's easily three hundred fifty gold. I'm sorry, three hundred fifty silver in the chest. So whoever, however you guys wish to divvy it up, divvy it up. That's your call.
8: Yeah. Yes, Remus. Oh no, I'm just I'm. Raining silver upon myself, <laughs> um, like flash dance, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, I don't know what, how to start this. Finks,
7: yes, what happened with Jarrell exactly? He left in a flash of smoke and light.
3: He you sat. can still, can you track him? Go ahead, no. Finks. Tell him why he left.
8: Like Tell, why. Me. Scoo- Tell me. Tell me like why. A
3: scolding a child. Why? Did he, why did he
8: leave? Finks. I hear he had to go to the bathroom.
7: He left because I tricked him into giving me his house keys. Oh. See, so he could have just left without doing that. So. We have
8: a slate thing. Wait, Morgor, have question. Morgor, hello. What? What's uh? Yeah.
7: Finks. Yes. Is this? Who? is it? Morgor, I'm talking to. This Morgor. Not okay. Howard.
2: Not Howard.
7: Okay. Sometimes you change colors. Yes, Morgor.
2: I'm Morgor. You're not red. No. Yeah. You're right. I'm not Finks. Red. Who killed the Chimera? I did. What?
7: I hit it with a spell, and then Maximus carried me out, and then we walked back in, and there was no more Chimera. Think about it.
2: Hmm. I'm thinking. Morgor sits down and starts thinking. Hey, is this a is this that what? Oh, okay.
7: That's a very random question. <laughs> ah, Morgor. Let me let me rephrase my my answer. Finx did not kill the Chimera. The power of the Moon killed the Chimera. Finx merely pointed it in the right direction. That's more confusing. Like a, I'm gonna do like a magic little like Moon symbol with my magic. <laughs> little sigil.
8: What a what a lovely Moon. <laughs>
7: Make it like a cheap neon motel sign. <laughs> it, it
2: flashes and buzzes for a second. <laughs> Color TV, jacuzzi room. <laughs> uh,
8: so jerrell has gotta
7: be here still, Finks. Well, uh, I, I Thinks is just gonna explain how his spell works. The only way he could be... Away from what I can detect is if he's thousand a thousand feet or more. I don't think this carnival is much bigger than that no, so he's not here, but he
8: okay, so here's the problem with that. The carnival wouldn't be here if Jarell wasn't still here. Why do you say that because? The carnival only remains if the ringmaster is in the carnival. Oh,
7: that's Sphinx Ma- now. Maximus Finks looks at the key up ring. That's Sphinx. <laughs> oh. I'm the master of this ring. Oh, uh. Now what?
8: You're stuck here, I think.
3: I thought those oh. were house keys,
8: Sphinx.
7: Yeah, key ring. This is yeah. Darrell's ring.
8: Yeah, well, I think he, uh, he may have tricked you. Yeah, that's
0: the uh, keys of the circus, buddy. Yeah, not, not his house. He, he
7: lives here. He trapped you here. Oh, so I'm in charge then.
8: Uh, yeah. yes. As much as you can leave without being able to leave, yes. There,
0: there's only one way to find out, right? We need to go find somebody that's still collared up and see if they do what you tell them to do.
7: Let's go. And I would start walking out the door. We
8: just freed everyone. Uh,
3: you know, we still have that Remus, you have the collar, right, for the dragon? Why don't we just put the collar back on the dragon?
8: No, I I would not do that. Okay,
3: well, just a suggestion. Whatever.
2: Put collar on Morgor. Morgor, try it.
3: That's an excellent idea. Maybe I, still,
0: I have the extra collar.
3: Oh, you know what? That reminds me. I'm gonna start digging through my bag. I also have these manacles from, uh, what's her name? Kalna.
8: I don't see this going well.
3: Uh, all right, Morgor. Come on. Hands up. And I'm going to put the manacles on Morgor. All right, That's thanks. Command him, command him to start following the Yellow King. Forget about Tiamat. Yellow King is true.
7: No, let's start simple. Oh, okay. <laughs> Morgor, stand up.
1: I think he's already standing. <laughs> No, I sat down to think. Oh, you did! Oh, you did sit down. Okay, I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> make a uh, make a Constitution save. Sorry, not Constitution. Be wisdom. Make a wisdom. No oh, lies. I
5: believe
4: it's a I believe it's a wisdom. Let me just let me just check my notes.
8: This no check is brought to you by Morgor's Collar Emporium. Wisdom. Whether you're big, small, or somewhere in between, we've got the collar just right for you.
1: <laughs> um, make a wisdom save.
8: All right. Can that be a new Kaimon,
3: is Morgor's Collar? This sure can be.
0: Awesome. <laughs> like a, It's like a, one of those snakes in a basket, but it's like a chain.
2: Yeah. Uh, I got a three. Three?
5: You listen. I mean, there's no compulsion to stand up, but I mean, you can upon your own free will. I'm gonna keep sitting.
7: And jingle the keys. <laughs> <It's> tempting. <laughs> hmm. All right, maybe we're a little off off base do any, here.
0: Do any of those keys unlock the the shackles?
7: Hmm. Do they? You have
1: not tried any of them. No one's checked. No one's.
7: How many keys in. are there? I mean.
1: A four or five key
7: ring. Five five keys on it. Five? Mm-hmm. Do any of them look different? Less mundane than the others? One of them looks
1: clearly out of place. Uh, as a standard old house key. Like brass, a little bit of like dull brass worn away. Standard kind of skeleton key, uh, like you lock like lock a house with, not skeleton key, like an old like that the yeah, teeth got on it. Um, one of them has the same metal that matches the kind of stereotypical dark, uh, like thick, heavy iron feel to it, and then the other three are very faistical I'll say the kind of they're kind of fate they they. There's some fae traits about him. Like there's little fairies on the, like there's like the tea right, cool. thing that you see like, are, like wings and it's yeah. like, oh,
7: these are different. Let's try them. Let's we'll start with the fairy ones. <laughs> kind of jingle them in. Um,
1: fairy ones don't work. I'll say Morgor. Uh, make a wisdom save. seven seven okay take seven points of psychic damage as a collar feels an intrusion on on the uh on, the, on your hands. sorry not the collar you had the shackles on your arms mm-hmm. as one of the shackles begins to have this uh, electrical surge that pulses into your wrist your nose starts to bleed as you take seven psychic damage
7: morvor stop squirming i try the next one
1: okay Fairy, fairy key again. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Morgor, another wisdom wisdom save. You might
7: as well roll two because. Yeah, roll two
1: wisdom saves Uh,
2: 12 and 11.
7: All right.
1: Another seven psychic damage.
2: Six okay, psychic these don't damage.
1: Work. So seven and then six. Those okay. three, are, you can try any of the other keys or not. Nah?
7: Uh, I, I guess we might as well just go through the gauntlet here.
1: All right. Would you go to the? The are you, you're going to do the the standard brass key next, aren't you?
7: Nope, because that's the right one. All right. You the use the one.
1: you use the gnarly looking <laughs> iron one that's kind of has like this blood stains on it. Yeah. Put it in. The sh- uh, matching the rusty iron kind of texture on the col- on the shackles on the hands. <clears throat> Opens up on one side.
7: The Aha. Then I open it again. Collar, listen to me. Shackles. And... Oh, yeah. All, sure. with Saint all good. Okay. All right. That didn't work.
1: Hmm.
2: How do you feel, Morgor? Morgor angry. Got
3: <laughs> a yeah, headache.
7: Sounds like so he's fine. All right. So.
3: Hey, uh Thanks. Can I see those keys real quick? I promise I'll give them right back.
7: You can see them, but I'm holding them.
3: Okay, can I hold them? I'll give no. them right back.
7: You I'll can see them, you... and I'll hold them right up in front of his eyes.
3: I'm curious to know if uh, Greater Treasure is hidden in that chest, then one of those keys can open that chest. Which chest? The, the only one that's left. All right, I run in there. As I, point.
7: <laughs> I saw it first. <laughs>
1: chest right next to the one that was previously open that flipped on its side run over try one of the fairy key other fairy key third fairy key Locks it they, they don't work i'm gonna quietly try to i'm right after him
8: <laughs> i'm still in the room i think
1: yeah you all are you all are in this room that this is all happening in thanks yeah. is just i'm just trying to the side
8: are there any snacks
0: around i could just kind of just be enjoying the show and just any, any peanuts uh, left over?
7: I've got a mushroom you could eat. I mean,
1: there are like bags of popcorn and some like peanuts. So you see, see some some uh, some that are scattered across the ground, probably kicked in and shuffled in from passage. You know, it's All a right. carnival; people walking around.
0: I'll just start snacking, enjoying the show. I'm going to look
3: over at Max and uh, kind of examine his face a little bit. Is there any like? Clues of a feather that he might have eaten a bird child being a tabaxi.
1: Make a perception check. Because hmm. you technically weren't in the room when all this was going on. Oh, okay, yeah. Never mind. Uh seven. You don't see any. So if he did okay. swiped it pretty quickly.
3: Hmm. Just gonna make a mental note. Good to know. Thanks. All right, thanks. What'd you find?
1: You open up the second uh second chest, lift it, and you see another uh crate uh chest full of silver coins at first uh first glance. You see stashed in it a handle, a wooden handle that is just sticking up. It appears to be a a smaller of a of a uh a weapon of sorts, but it just you just see like the, the grip of like the handle, like actual grip, and a little uh, like lever where there's like a space for a trigger.
7: That's coming out right now. As you go to grab
1: it, it's about it's perfect size for your hand. As it wraps around, it's actually a little—that's a lie. It's actually a little big for your hand. Um, but this is appears to be about a quarter of the size of the crossbow that Maximus had pulled out. Um, the hand crossbow. You see it has this dark oak wood uh, staining along the sides with plating of gold, nice little rivets kind of uh, punched up on it, Uh, inscriptions uh, down the back side of it. And the front mechanism where you would lay the bolt is actually plated in gold as well. This sounds fun. You don't see any threading or any kind of bow to like pull and cock it with though. It's just at the front Um, of where the essentially it looks like almost like a, like a hand pistol. And then just the two parts of the wood that kind of push out from the side.
7: Can I try to fire it into a safe direction? Just pull it out, pull the trigger. Yeah.
1: As you grip it in your hands, you can see a faint almost as as almost as if it's like an invisible thread Kind of appear at the front of the hand crossbow, but as you pull and point the trigger and pull it, nothing happens.
7: Hmm, things wants to keep this. You can keep the silver,
1: <clears throat> okay? Uh, in the silver, you do see that there is a pouch of sorts and stuff kind of at the deep. You guys have to go digging for some more stuff. I don't know, how are you guys digging? Who's pulling out? What's What's up, Remus?
8: I'm pulling i I'm just dumping coins out like I'm they're going out of
1: style. Shoveling them out. Yeah. Pulling out uh coins, it's roughly four hundred silver here. You guys can divvy that up. Remus, make a perception check on the silver as you're you're pulling it out. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. As you're pulling it out, this silver looks like it's newly pressed and stamped. There's no insignia on it, also, and it almost has this uh, at, uh, at the edges of the coins. It's almost tapered, kind of like like a think of like a, a pirate shilling, where it's not like a like a straight like punched coin. Yeah. Um. As you're sh- shoveling it out, you also see what appears to be a. Uh, almost almost like a clamping mechanism that is used for punching coins and kind of bending them and uh, molding them as well, the bottom of the crate. And next to it, you see a secondary pouch that uh, you could fit in the palm of your hand that is this like tanned leather that's zipped tight. Using your eye, if you would look into it, you see it appears to be scales of sorts sitting into, uh, sitting in the pouch. There's also a quiver of, sta- of uh, smaller arrows as well, like a small little kind of like side pouch that you could like strap like a little canister of this big. And you see there's a bundle of arrows, bolts, tucked into it.
3: Hey, Remus, do you mind if I see one of those coins?
8: Sure, take as many as you want. I think they made them, whoever they are.
3: Yeah, I figured as much. I'm gonna grab one coin, and I'm gonna walk over to the other area where the silver dragon is sleeping,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and I'm gonna kind of like hold it up to the silver dragon. Is it roughly the same type of silver?
1: It's roughly. I mean, it looks like silver. Okay, it looks. It looks like it.
3: A... That's what I thought. They're they're taking the. Sorry, you're sleeping. He's uh, sleeping. They're taking the silver dragon's scales and making silver out of
8: them. Oh, huh.
3: so, I don't I mean, know if, if that, more that's silver,
8: smart or mean. I mean, we've got enough silver here. He seems nice.
3: Yeah, that's how they got their silver. They took his scales.
8: Well, I mean, there's enough silver here. Okay. We can get other stuff. I don't know. There's got to be a gold dragon, right? Yeah, if we
3: or could a find a gold dragon or a platinum dragon, it would be even better.
1: That is that is true. Hey, thanks. You guys had a gold dragon at some point, technically. We
8: did. Oh, I still have the claw. We're set, Howard. Good. Keep that clamping mechanism. We'll definitely use that. Thanks. Um, I'll trade you this tube of arrows and stuff for your uh, your fancy dagger you like so much. No. What do you trade me for this tube of errors and such for that weapon you have? Uh, none. mm. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I guess I should just eat this then, or have Morgor destroy it. No.
7: Don't do that. (laughs) I'll buy it from you. You know, with money, like every other transaction. What am I I I going to do
2: with?
8: No, I want things. Don't eat them. (laughs) but no one you can't do anything with money in this world are you sure i have no idea truly we have not paid for one thing i think since we've gone to barovia
1: that is fair you guys really haven't gone to a shop in quite some time
8: (laughs) we got our fill of rockadoodles fine wares and Very true.
1: So, what do you guys wish to do? Corvier said he'll speak to you in, uh, in the morning when he is able to recoup, recoup a little bit. Why don't we rest?
8: Yeah.
3: Yeah, right. I guess so. You guys can rest. Uh, I'm going to poke my head out the tent. Carnival is still around
1: carnival's still around okay it's severely dead at this place pun not intended um the undead is have cleared out of your vicinity you don't know if the rest of the carnival is cleared out as well but it is still here
3: Hmm. all right yeah, we can make camp here tonight.
1: All right. So how are you guys making camp? Just chilling in, in the room? Maybe. Taking, well. taking yeah. uh, shift switches? Okay. All right. Before you guys hit long rest, anything you guys wish to do?
3: Uh Howard's gonna go through his newly acquired book and see about messing with the little clamp thingy and figuring out a way if he can get it to open.
1: Okay. During your rest, um make an investigation check.
3: Alright. Oh uh eighteen.
1: I'm looking it over. Up and down the spine, searching for magical inc- incantations, for keywords. There's nothing that appears to be a unlocking or locking mechanism for this book. Um, if there's a keyword to open it, perhaps it just has to be known.
6: Hmm.
3: I'm just gonna start saying random words.
1: Anything Open. in particular? Open. Nothing. Nothing.
3: Mm. Yellow King.
7: Nothing.
4: Tiamat. Nothing. Y you,
1: you know what? Not 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 uh not a bad guess, but for Jorel.
7: <clears throat> but nothing.
1: Try Jarrell
8: one.
7: <laughs> did you capitalize the J?
8: Capital
3: Jarrell one. Nothing. Damn. All right. Well, I don't think I have anything to. Hey. Uh... Thanks. You <laughs> said uh, I know you took off with Sal, my new bestie. Uh, where did he go off to?
7: Yes, Sale went Sale went home, but he said he wanted to talk to us some more.
3: Oh, good. I want to talk to him, too.
7: I gave him um, a doll, um, so I I will be able to track him down, I hope. But okay. he didn't give me directions. So okay. I don't know where he lives.
3: I don't either.
1: It was kind of made clear that he, he'll he message you with uh, yeah. further instructions to visit him. Okay. Well, that was just... I'll find you. You'll find me. Okay.
3: Okay, that's fine. Uh, I can wait then until we find Sal. Cool. All right, well, you guys rest up. I'm going to
7: go... Howard. Oh, he did? Yeah, he seemed interested in speaking with you, so I'm sure he'll be here sooner than later. Cool.
3: All right, well, uh, don't mind me. I'm just going to get some fresh air. I'm just going to walk outside.
7: Okay,
1: walk out the tent.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: all right um this is on your watch are you doing this while everyone else is sleeping
3: um i can take the entire watch i don't have to necessarily sleep for a long
1: rest and that is true so is everyone else just sleeping or is anyone else do you want to do anything during their during the night
7: um i wanted to figure out this crossbow okay
1: you um doing anything as far as investigation on it or like investigation identify or you just are kind of checking it or just uh
7: just a typical arcana check, attunement okay. process. All right, it make an arcana check. Virtual.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> I'll uh, I'll walk by Finks if he's checking out the crossbow and I'll drop the frosted bolts in his lap real quick,
3: too. I would have acquired or sorry, attuned to the spider slippers as well, yes. and then before I walked out, so
7: continue mm-hmm. on. Uh, seven arcana, okay.
1: Um, with the arcana check. Uh Are you attempting to tu- attune to it if it is attunable? Yes. Okay. Um, as you attune to this item, there is a bitter cold touch to grabbing the handle as it becomes chilled to the bone and you feel the resistance to uh cold damage while using this in combat. Interesting. As well as you... Grab the uh, grab it. You noticed uh, and uh, attuned to it that the buzzing kind of uh, this like faint line that you could see form, and now becomes fully uh, more clear to you specifically, as it becomes a silver string. Okay. And through the attunement process, you're aware that this is a plus one hand crossbow that does not have. A does not have an actual physical string that needs to be restrung or be feared of snapping. With this crossbow, all you need to do is place a bolt on and pull it and a string magically appears and is cocked for you.
7: Okay, I'll, I'll take a regular crossbow bolt and just see, you know, play with it. Okay.
1: Um,
7: grab it. Are you firing it? Uh, real quick, are, are tan crossbows simple weapons? I might not even be able to use this. Mm-hmm. Or I fell too in love with it. Uh. Oh, nope, it's Marshall. Yeah,
1: so I think you could still fire with it. I th- believe you don't add your proficiencies to it. Okay. I'll fire.
7: <clears throat> all right well kind of kind of playing around with it and you know figuring it out i guess i'm gonna kind of not really like it as much as much as i think it's a cool weapon okay. um i i can't be the one to use it efficiently so uh out of game i don't know who can use martial weapons i think i think remus might be i can can do it yeah Morgor can do it i think that might be um
1: it. thanks you do say that this is very uh this isn't intu- too this is attuned with um, silver inlays that has been carved with a, a dragon along, up and down it. So like the plating on it, as you're kind of looking at it now, you see that there's almost like the shape of a curved silver dragon head and neck up and down this handle side of it. Okay. Um,
8: I can use crossbows. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I guess.
7: <laughs> I mean, is it a better option than your your daggers?
8: Not really. Like it it's good for long range. Well actually I don't know what a what's a crossbow do? Thirty thirty to
7: hundred and twenty. What what's the, uh what damage? D six and then the cold resistance.
8: No, it wouldn't do much. Well, I mean cold resistance would be about it, but other than that So so Morgor
7: instead of hand axes, would this be better?
2: Um No, because I add my strength modifier to the hand axe.
1: This would add your dexterity
7: to it. All right, I guess I'm going to keep it then. Okay,
0: cool. I'll give uh, Finks the uh, bolts for it. Okay.
1: During the whole attunement of of with this, uh, you have frost damage plus two
7: bolts. is that just a d6?
4: check
1: I believe it is not. Um, this is going to be 2d8.
4: 2d8 Cold damage. Hold damage. Cool.
7: All right, that's it for me.
1: All right. And during your attunement process too of um with the bolts, you do see that the bolts that you did find in this in the second chest, they're not uh standard plus one or anything like that bolts. There's something different about them, but they seem incomplete. Uh they have a uh they're paralysis bolts but they have a 50 but they have a 50% chance of working
7: is there a, a count on either one
1: be a uh, 20 on you have 20 20 uh paralysis bolts it's a it's a constitution save of a dc 15 okay. and uh, paral- uh, paralyzed for one minute. After you launch one, you roll the percentile dice. Uh, fifty or lower, they fail.
7: Okay. I'm sorry, no. Then- Technically,
1: technical, fifty or fifty or lower, they
7: succeed. And then, how many of the uh, frost bolts? Twenty. Okay, Twenty each. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to fashion like, like a side holster the makeshift one. What do know, you like, what, what are you what fashioning one some, out of? Uh, just some like cloth or whatever rip it off whatever I'm wearing. Okay. So you're, doesn't not, feel good.
1: you're not like a. t you're not an actual tinker tinker. Right?
0: I was thinking,
7: not really. Tinker, not really a tinker. More of a more of a hobby, less of a proficient thing. But yeah okay. I think uh, The so hobbiness
1: um it's not that bad. I mean you haven't done so so much your uh, leathermanship or anything like that. But you find a nice mix of a sling ripped with cloth and padding, a uh, bit of a leather together, and kind of stitching it in. So you have a little bit of a not the most appro- not the most uh, fashionable holster, but it'll do. To the side, cool. Um, you have to, it fits a little awkward because the front of the pan crossbow is angled out, so I just kind of position it a little off to offset it. Okay, yeah. all right that you anyone else do anything for their night or we jumping to the next day
3: um while Howard is outside <clears throat> he's going to look around he doesn't really see anybody left around right
1: make perception check disadvantage because uh, at this point is now dark and nighttime
3: okay uh 11
1: 11 It's it's all seems quiet and clear. Um, It's starting to get into the dark of the night, middle of the night. It's eerily quiet. You hear footsteps running from behind you, beyond the other side of the tent, smashing into a table from the other side. Ba-ding. You hear a pot or something fall to the ground, crash. Those of you sleeping in a deep in a deep sleep, uh, so you don't wake up with this one.
3: Hey, you okay? Let me help you.
1: You run around to the other side of the tent. There is a table that is knocked over in a sec- in a second tent that was kind of backed up and butted to the side of where Jarrells was, and. You see it knocked over in the pot, uh, almost like a watering cantina, just over. There's a vase smashed. You see footsteps running in, none running out.
3: Okay, gonna follow the footsteps.
1: Follow the footsteps, and they stop at a small dresser that was pulled open. It's empty. you going to look behind the dresser. Make investigation
3: check. Six. Nothing. <laughs> um, wherever you're at, I'm, I, I want to help you. Maybe you can help me too. Don't be afraid.
1: Make persuasion check. Uh,
3: persuasion okay. Uh, thirteen
1: okay <clears throat> There's no movement what you hear in your head.
4: Well, 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 Howard. <laughs> you guys, put uh, up a tough one. But not all the party's motives are on the same playing field.
1: I will say, uh, just to stroke your ego just a little bit, you're more influencing than you
4: take yourself for. I see you found my mark. Well, his mark.
1: Pardon me, wants to thank you.
3: Well, why, nothing... why don't you come out in person and thank me in person? Quit being a little bitch.
1: No further response. Hmm.
3: I'm going to hold up my lantern, look around.
6: Right, Looking so at I the was...
1: footsteps, you see where they came from, and you begin to trace and follow them back into the room with everyone else, and they just appear in the middle of the room. Hmm.
3: Okay.
1: Obviously, halfling-sized footsteps.
3: Yep. <clears throat> all right, so I'm gonna, as I'm, I'm assuming in the middle of the room with everybody else.
7: Middle of the room.
3: All right. Well, uh, hey guys. So
1: everyone, this is middle of the night still. Everyone is oh, okay. currently in the middle of their long rest. Do with it as you will.
3: So guys, uh, not to wake you all up, but I'm gonna wake you all up. Uh, Jarell was right. here.
8: I told you he didn't leave. Huh? huh?
3: What? Uh, Howard. Jarrell was here.
2: <gasps>
3: Howard, Howard killed Jorel. Yeah. But he got away again. So, not sure where he went. I tried looking for him, but he's invisible or he disappeared or he plane shifted. I think that's what he did.
1: Make an Arcana Chuck. Ten. Ten? You see faintly in the center of where, of where the footsteps appear, there's a rectangular shimmering of an outline.
3: Or he dimension here. One of the two. Anyway. Good night, guys. Just letting you
8: all know. Why couldn't that wait till morning?
3: I I I don't know. Honestly, I could have waited. I thought I just needed to tell you all. Why didn't
8: you stop him? Why do you guys keep letting him go? I don't understand. You guys hate him so much,
3: and then everyone gets (laughs) to let him go. I
8: don't.
3: I didn't let him go. He he disappeared on me. I I didn't necessarily make a deal with him and said okay, bye. Like you know, some certain people. As I look down at things. Um,
2: Morgor would not let him go. Morgor would crush his skull between his fingers.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, just as a safety token, I'm going to leave the lantern there. So, any bright light within the 30 feet—if <clears throat> he comes why within do we that stay
8: here. Why don't we leave? I don't know. Where else can we go? There's no inn. Back, back to the back to Barovia.
3: Out of can the we, carnival dimension, can we leave? Finks, Can you let us leave? Uh, I think, yes, I think we Finks Says we can leave. Okay, well, then yeah, let's leave.
7: Um, do y'all want to wait till tomorrow? Sleeping? Isn't it dangerous at night
3: sometimes? And I'm not really familiar with that I much. I do know here. the
7: difference anymore. Here,
8: we got hit up by werewolf lasers in the middle of the day
1: one time, yeah. That's better were, to wait. I mean, to to be fair, you you did you you did, guys, kind of piss off the la- the laser werewolves.
3: Yeah, uh, it, it's probably better to just uh, stay here for now. Plus, I I need to meet up with my new bestie once he shows up. I have a few questions for him.
8: The vampire?
3: Yeah, Sal.
8: Why would he come out during the day?
3: He was out during the day already, was not he?
7: I don't know.
8: It
3: doesn't not really make much sense to me. Yeah, I don't know either.
7: Finks is going to um, point out the clouds are always covering the sun. He appreciates that part of this this world, and uh, I think the vampires might appreciate that too.
3: Yeah. And maybe we can make him an honorary member of the Faebala Five. Sorry, Morgor.
2: What fey of five? This Morgor's party.
8: That's yeah. right, more. Yeah.
3: All right, well. Good night, guys. I'm just going to walk back out outside again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. You guys can all hit long rest if you used any spell slots. Morning's woken. <laughs> Oh, you all hear the the morning growlings and wakings of the dragon as they go Urgh, 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 there's being a, a contorted sound to the vocal cords as the hello <clears throat> as those of you waking up see a young dwarf walking down the tent blackened beard grown. Down to about its chest. Not so shaggy, but kept nicely. There is a mohawked streak of sorts, of a, uh, not like a shaved mohawk, more of like a faux hawk. You see, it has frosted silver tips to it. It comes walking down with a simple leathered gearing. <clears throat> well,
4: hello there, friends. <clears throat> Corvier. The dwarf at your service Uh, has been quite some time since I've been able to shape change to a more pleasant form. How do you all do? Do do you sleep well?
7: Uh, You turned into a dwarf? Yes, I did. Finks is gonna like go in the other room and just contemplate. He healed a dwarf. He's not happy about it. He's not gonna say anything. But he's just gonna be in the other room. He's listening, no. just not in the room.
2: Morgor think Finks is racist. Finks is
7: definitely racist.
2: <laughs> I mean, so is Morgor, but hey. Oh.
4: Well, um... I'm sorry if. My appearance doesn't please all. But, um, when I wish to interact with the uh, humanoids and the regular folk, a large silver-winged dragon isn't always the most appealing.
7: Are you a dwarf or a dragon?
4: No, I'm a dragon,
7: but I take oh. the form of this. Okay, fine then. I'll walk back in. Dwarfs.
4: I'm sorry. He looks at you. I'm not going to change. But so yesterday I was uh, freed by all of you and I appreciate this. Uh, I don't know how much I can help but I've been with these carnivores enough that if we can take ownership of it, I believe I could take it away. Leave this horrible place. Thanks. Give him the keys. No. Also, it does not take mere keys to take ownership of this carnival. It has to be taken with blood. So Jurel would need to die.
8: Or, well, if someone can find him. And keep him there. I think we can give you an opportunity to kill him or take your blood that you need. I tried. He disappeared on me.
4: As he does to all. He was a more sinister master, we'll say.
1: Creating
4: those damn shackles and chains. So,
3: Coravir, I have an idea. I know Jarrell loves power and I know he loves obtaining it through power by draining it from other sources. Yes. What if, and just hear me out, what if we use you as bait to draw him in as if we are going to drain your power? Because then I feel like Jarrell might be inclined to get in on that action.
4: How do you wish to drain my power?
3: I mean, I have this and I'm going to pull out the siphon dagger.
1: See him kind of look it over?
4: It is tainted with dark magic. Yes. And you wish to use it on me?
3: Well, I mean, yes.
4: How so? How are we drawing him out? And using me as bait. Uh, the,
3: we can make it a show, like the carnival. I can be... Well, actually, I don't want to take the job away. Uh, Finks can be the ringleader. Uh, he can make a show, and much like the giant battle at the end of each carnival night, uh, we can announce that we're just going to slay a silver dragon and drain all its power. Uh, I feel like he might fall for that and feel like, hey, maybe I can get on, on that power.
5: Thinks it over. So fake him with the dagger.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally going to fake
4: stab you. Do you know how to use it? Yes. Are you confident you can control it? Very confident. Make a deception check.
1: Uh, 19 your bluff is worked for this point he's
4: okay you see the arcane expert of the group uh, so we wait till nightfall is the carnival up and running do you see anyone
3: mm, I didn't see anybody before but it's still early so I'm sure we can gather a crowd together
4: I remember parts coming to me about the carnival of it, coming and going, and jor was muttering something about staying forever. I don't know if he meant here or in control, but he was doing the same thing as Dandy would with that blade. He would be muttering to it and speaking to it as Mm. if it was... Speaking back to him, a pulse
5: with a red energy, a glow.
3: By chance, do you know what he was saying to the dagger?
4: To the dagger, to, da- to the no dagger, a, a sword.
3: Oh, sorry, the sword. red,
4: red yes. blade,
3: the red blade sword. I,
5: Let's see, makes sense. Let's see what he gets.
4: Unfortunately, under my state, I was unable to recall and hear properly. But he'd be muttering under his tongue in something
1: dark, evil tongue. If anyone wants to try to do anything to help jog his memory to pull back to it. Sh- I vaguely
4: recall hearing a second voice on occasions, but it was dark and I don't don't know exactly what was said.
7: I'm going to cast guidance on the dragon dwarf. Okay. All right. Cast guidance. D 4 D4? D4, yeah.
4: You see him kind of just squint and think. And...
1: Silence is broken by a loud rumble. As he looks down and goes, Oh, I have yet, I have yet to eat.
4: Uh, I can't recall what was said, but... Some food may help us.
3: Oh, um, sorry, we let your food escape yesterday.
4: It's I don't wish to eat people. Some food, some normal food. Uh, bacon, oh. bacon is my favorite.
3: Oh, I know this great place. I'll be right back, and I'm gonna go
7: leave. Actually, I think I have bacon on me from. Probably had bacon. I believe your drill. pocket bacon. Yeah, I will take out the pocket bacon. A uh, little slimy, but it he was, just, uh, uh,
1: just mo- miles it down a little bit. Uh,
4: uh, oh, that's the stuff I could do for some more. If anyone
1: could whip some up.
7: I do that, like pull my pockets out and they're
1: empty. I he, he gladly accepts all pocket bacon
7: from you. And any other food that you guys do offer uh, some arm mushrooms or whatever I have now. <laughs>
1: you see uh, his hand kind of glow with a little bit of fire as he toasts it in his hand do a little bit of cantrip magic and starts eating it's not bad Um, I cannot recall
4: still of uh, the time before I helped it heal up and go through further resting Hmm. Uh, perhaps if someone is a healer could a greater restoration help me
3: I I got this. <clears throat> I'm going to walk over to him and put my hands on his head. And I'm going to okay. cast mending and see if mending will like mend his brain back together to what he can think. It, I know more than likely it won't work, but Howard's going to try it anyway. He's
5: thinking. and in... Nothing. Well, Ah, it's not work.
3: All right, thanks. I guess you're up.
4: What do you want me to do now? Could you uh, create a restoration or or similar of
7: sorts? Uh, Perhaps be possible. I wish you would have asked yesterday. Um, I don't have a restoration effect handy. Um, Out of game real quick. Yes. Lesser restoration. I believe it only fixes like blindness, deafness, and paralyzed. So I don't think that's going to work anyway. I don't know what's what his issue is.
1: At this point, uh, you don't know either. But uh, make a medicine check, actually. Make a medicine check on right. him. See what's up.
7: Let's do that. 19 plus 4.
1: 23. Uh, 23. Looking over at the... uh, Looking at his face, the dwarven face of him now, you see that there is this sickly-looking poisoned... uh, kind of in his veins and the dwarven veins there's almost like something is pumping through him and you see that there are little puncture marks that possibly are from the actual collar itself so he may be poisoned um lesser restoration does care does uh yes does does take care of poison
7: i did not prepare that today so i will have to get that in eight hours or tomorrow
1: Do you guys wish to do anything today and fast track of that? Or do you wish to try and do the sacrificing tonight?
3: Well, I imagine, you know, I was going to say, I imagine we might want to gather up Kalna because I'm sure she'll want to be in on this wherever she went.
7: Okay. Okay. So why don't I stay here with, with him? Um, I'll prepare that spell, see what I can do. And then you guys go ahead and do um, what needs to be done today. And we'll meet up back here in eight hours. Sounds good. I'll take another eight-hour rest. Okay. Do your eight-hour rest.
1: Generally, it's daily, but for, for, for the sake of the party and you guys trying to still plan out for a later night, I'll allow it. So you guys can attract him uh, for during the day. So while you are out there, um, what are you trying to do for the day to attract Jarrell's attention to let him know that you're going to be siphoning the, the Silver Dragon's power that night? What's um- up?
0: I'm gonna cast disguise self on myself to make myself mm-hmm. seem like a uh, uh, like a carnival barker of sorts. Okay. I'm gonna do myself up, and then I'm gonna use um, minor illusion to uh, basically like enhance just what I'm saying. And I'm gonna do mm-hmm. like a, one come all to the greatest show. Uh, come see a spectacle never seen before. Um, come see a dragon be slain you know, kind of just hype it up and try and get whatever people are wandering around. You know, show starts at dusk. Uh,
1: Oddly, Oddly noted, just so you're aware, no one dead at this point. But there is now some patrons that have wandered into the carnival. And they're kind of just like walking up to certain games and there's no one manning anything. So, some of the kids are some of some of like the rides that are that were being ran on previous days. Some teenagers are just kind of forcing their way through some troublesome parents are, you know, scoping it out where, you know, you wouldn't like walk your kid around in an abandoned circus without anyone working. But, you know, some shadier people are appearing and staying. No one are, no one's undead and not so much the family hype now but it's kind of like the teenagers and the punks are in town and they're the ones that are pretty much staying and filling up the crowds. And you see people are helping themselves to some drinks, uh, attempting to look for vendors and no one's there. So prizes are being just kind of taken at random off the shelvings. And there's little, uh, you know, owl bear stuffed owl bears uh, being carried around. And there's some like bony skeletons uh, that are clearly fake on uh, toys are just being carried and ripped and you see uh, wooden swords are being just taken and basically fucked around with. It's kind of going a little bit of a havoc for the day.
0: Sure. So uh, I'll hype that up then too as well. Uh, going out of business sale. Take what Sent-
1: you want. Ending a po- Power Rangers movie. The kids, no adults are in town.
0: Oh yeah, just just come stay for the greatest show. Take what you want, uh, what you take.
1: Got it. Okay. On the house. On the house, like it. Cool. Right, be you- sure
3: to gather round at the ends for one giant spectacle finale.
1: Okay. Um, give me charisma checks from. Give me persuasion checks from both of you. All
3: right. Persuasion. Uh, persuasion.
1: 22 okay you, you feel that your your cardinal barker barksmanship has <laughs> barksmanship <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, bad you, bad. uh sorry um you uh to, toot your own horn and you feel like you made quite an impression on the youngin' folk and hopefully that Jarrell has seen this remus what are you doing for the eight hours i been quiet I really. <laughs> you don't have to.
8: I'm just. No, I, I mean it's it's kind of like we don't know where Jarell is. I can't really track him down any which way. Um, I guess I would go around and just talk to the to the other carnival workers that we've set free so far. Maybe I'll take the keys from Fink's and try and unlock others if there are others.
1: No. Nope. Fink's isn't giving up the key.
7: Remus, you're gonna me. try. Maybe, there maybe are... I'll
8: carry him while he sleeps. And...
7: <laughs> no, actually, kidding. real quick, Anthony, I forgot yeah. I, I, we leveled up, so I was actually able to prepare some more spells than I thought. Oh, okay. So I guess for the sake of this, if you don't mind, I'll just say I. Sure. Prepared it. Is that cool? Sure. Okay. So. Things come on down. We're going to find some friends. All okay. right. Let me let me heal this guy first. Deal. All, All right. I'll give him the, the, good, the lesser, lesser restoration. restoration.
1: Mm-hmm. How are you giving lesser restoration to him?
7: Um, it's going to be like I don't really want to touch the dwarf, but I'll kind of like pick up the beard and kind of uh, touch the the collar spots. And just kind of like wave the healing energy over it until it okay. dissipates.
1: As you pick up the beard and kind of wave the lesser rest, wave the healing energy, and as it uh, reaches and kind of hit, hits his body, you see an instant as he begins to struggle and fight and thinks you almost in a flash second can see the silver dragon now tied up and chained with the collar almost like past memories that it's had and it's <laughs> and it being fed individuals um there is a, uh, a half elf that you see being uh, pushed along and kicked to the ground to be fed to him live uh, viciously. There's a uh, there's multiple people that have just been just tortured in front of this dragon to witness hor- horrible doings, and you see it kind of and each each time someone else is pushed in front of him, it's like a shifting of the memory of, of it that's retaining and kind of coming back to him. And then there's finally one that it focuses on, and the dragon is uh, fainting is uh, faking being uh, asleep, trying to just. Mind itself, and you can hear this.
4: Well, well, well. No, I, no, I. Why, why would I do that? This place is
1: horrible. It is evil. Make a perception check. As you hear Virgil's voice talking, no, it's. No, we we must leave. Yeah, I don't always want to be here. Twenty three. A curse. Okay, you do hear. You do hear a. A, a second mumble. I, I
4: no. I, I have no way to break it, especially if you won't let me leave.
1: <sighs> this is unbearable with you. Can't you find another? And you hear a second voice.
4: No. You have hatred, true torment.
1: And as he's doing so, Jarell is now talking to this blackened handled blade or a blackened handle in, in his hand uh, the red ruby blade sh- protruding out of it and with each talk from the blade the this red glow pulsates from it no I I, I swear
4: there is good in me and I will leave I will get out I may have my quirks, but you are a pure evil and I I that is no no longer my path. I chose a new life. I made a bargain, a, a new deal. Deals can be squished. Deals can be broken. A new pack has been forged. You will commence
1: and become one. And with the kind of growing anger from the blade that is pulsating, you hear this gurgling, noise, uh, gurgling voice coming through. The blade becomes almost shattered as you see cracks in it forming and the handle is almost morphing and melding into his hand as he <sighs> he, uh, he looks as if he attempts to kind of throw the blade away and shake it to its side and it just holds true to him he goes fine fine
4: I, by my will I, I'll stay I, two minds are better than one I, su- I suppose for right now
1: F- flash away you're standing in front of the d- the dwarven form of corvier
7: he looks at you did you just see that i did were you there when that happened
4: i think so i was sleeping or trying to Are you sure Jarrell was evil? Because he looked scared. And that looked pretty
7: non-evil. Well, evil or not, he's not good.
1: What is that blade?
7: Cause that looks did we, evil. Did we see the blade when he was he pulled out a sword and he was fighting? Pull out,
1: out the red sword. It, it is this we is the sword that. that he you had seen. Yeah. But this sword looks like the in the vision of what you saw the blade looks like a mere
7: shell. Okay. He was carrying that blade when we fought him. Sounds like the blade might be the ringmaster more than he is.
4: This blade needs to be destroyed. Stopped. Purified. Bathed in the holy water of Bahamut himself.
2: Are you in the room? Uh,
6: uh,
1: <laughs> 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 or. Make a perception check for me, Morgor. Four. All right, Finks, you hear under a hushed tones in the piss of Tiamat
5: if
4: so be
7: suppose either is just fine
4: something yeah. powerful at the least
7: hmm I you hit a lot of people I saw that too, by the way. <laughs> just, um,
4: please, I I prefer if we don't p- remind me of it. I recall
7: a few. Well, just remember who helped you today. And I time comes. You. I might need you again. What is your plan? Are you going to leave once we're... Able to leave this carnival? Or you stay in Barovia?
4: There is an attractiveness to the carnival that I did favor. And I wouldn't mind taking it away from this place. How would
7: you feel about becoming the ringleader?
4: For the time being, why not? Just not with that sword.
7: Okay, let's see what we can do. Thinks is going to start scheming, in the corner, next to Morgor, next to Morgor.
8: Do you not want to come with me? Help unlock
7: those people with your keys. Oh yeah, I don't have time to scheme. We'll figure this out on the fly. All right.
1: So you leave with Remus. Yeah. So that leaves Morgor with Corvir as a dwarf looks over mm. at you.
4: You are an angry one with deep thoughts, I see.
2: Mor- Morgor looks at Corvier. Don't insult me. <laughs> deep thoughts. Morgor yeah. have no such thing.
4: It was but a compliment. good one. You are rash, too, and need to be polished. Perhaps you are chromatic underneath such... Sorry, metallic. Underneath (laughs) such brutish scales. There is good in you.
2: Morgor blinks slowly with one eye closing before the other.
4: (laughs) Perhaps not.
2: I Wanna broom wrestle?
4: I have been wrong before, but sure. Let's do so.
1: Yeah. He 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 goes, uh looks over. There's a table right there. Let's see how strong you truly are. He sits down at it. You see a cracks and knuckles. <coughs> As he sits down, he's waiting for you to kind of match his grip.
2: Okay, do it.
1: Do so. As you grip his hand, you see his, uh, his, the human hand turn into a large polymorphed dra- silver dragon claw.
2: Ah, I see you're evening the odds.
1: <laughs>
2: Only for the righteous, I see.
4: You deserve of all that you get for following your queen. Bahamut's will is mightier than her.
1: And I will not be broken, immortal. Make a strength check with him. Actually, strength saving throw as he goes to just slam your
2: hand. Uh, Natural 20 plus
1: 8. Wow he goes to slam it down on you and it just matches as he, it doesn't even budge. You were ready there the whole time. You don't even flinch. I see. Let's try this again. You both ready? Make contested strength checks. Uh,
2: 24.
1: All right You're winning as he's <clears throat> You begin to push over And lock his arm As it's bending back ah, Tiamat's fire burns bri- burns Brighter and hotter than The eyes let on as he begins to try and push back on you, make another check. Eighteen. Okay. Another one he's you're you're holding him in place. He's <sighs> see the devils of the hells must be kind to you, allowing their strength to be borrowed is he gives to give another final push to see if he can try and break this before you, before you beat him. Uh, 23.
2: 23.
1: Your om- you have him at the, just at the lip of the table now. His arm is almost fully extended.
4: <sighs> Morgor. I have been playing with you all along and it is good to know that there is true strength in you. That is malleable. Hopefully your journey back will do you some
1: good at making you stronger. Make one final strength check. As you feel your hand begin to be lifted back and you feel the sudden surge of this, the dragon's true strength as he's bending your arm the opposite way. Yours is at the quarterback now.
2: Uh,
1: twenty-four. Twenty-four. You just begin to lift them up. <clears throat> Give one more final roll as
2: you're as you're struggling. Twenty-two. Okay. You
4: go to push, push. <clears throat> You slam Corvia's arm back as a table smashes through. <sighs> Not at my full strength yet. So don't get too full of yourself.
2: Morgor starts like chanting and praising himself. Ah, Morgor's the strongest dragon. <sighs>
5: Well, you have a lot to learn,
4: Morgor, or whatever you
1: really are, Morgor. You feel the ground begin to heat up below you, as you all hear a loud roar of dragons once again, similar to when the chimera the chimera had died two nights, two three nights but. Before, As you look down,
4: Corvir backs up. <sighs> I guess she's found you. And you didn't show off as she hoped.
1: Have fun getting yourself out of this one. As you feel Tiamat's eyes lock onto you from below, Morgor. The ground opens up. You begin to fall. Your surroundings. As you fall into a. Bottomless pit. All the walls are carved earth. As they. Move from carved earth to smoke. To whole scolding hot magma. You fall for what seems like eternity. Landing on a. Ashy, redstoned earth. You see pools and water flows of lava on both sides of you as you're in a dark cavern that is being lit only by the lava flows. You see the five heads peer out from the shadows, engulfing you in size. Well, well, well. Mm.
4: Twice you've been bested. We have much to discuss. My immortal champion. Come. And that's what we're going to pick up tomorrow,
1: uh, next week, guys. All right uh thank you guys so much for watching we had some viewers throughout the stream uh more uh Black joe what's up did we get our jr in the, in the chat again i wasn't keeping track that much i don't know if he jumped in i know dct industries i know i know you were discussing with with Black joe guys uh uh jeff for a bit um mm-hmm. you know guys out there if you're listening in thank you so much but please make sure to tune in to our live on twitch Podcasters underscore uh, on sunday nights 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as on YouTube, pod-casters, um, Tabletop Gaming Podcast, or just search up bala 5 on YouTube. I know that actually hits the search engine quickly, as well as on Facebook at podcasters, the dash in that, uh, Tabletop Gaming Podcast. So check them out uh, where you catch us live. And well as um, please make sure to head on over to the BICBP-radio.com. And follow us on there and listen to us on podcast format, as well as other podcasts. I, one other one I'm on that I love, it's a co I'm a co-host for is Chris and Anthony just can't stop, uh, drops generally Friday morning, afternoon, evening. And I'll tell you, me and Chris just can't stop. And into some zaniness, he had me go through a bit of a crisis on what I would do if I was in my early 20s uh, once again and i was out and actually no it was uh if i was single like i was in my early 20s and i was now 30 so had me just go through some quarter life crisis thing on the last episode it was fun and i i actually laugh on the re-listen to multiple times so enjoy that check out chris and anthony just can't stop and please make sure to follow podcasters as well as um, we do have an instagram podcasters tabletop visit podcasters underscore tabletop gaming so hit follow like subscribe um Please make sure to check out our sponsor, D- Jeff with uh, DCT Industries. Jeff, where can they find DCT Industries at?
2: Uh, you can find DCT Industries on Facebook at dctindustries.tabletopgaming or Instagram at dct underscore industries. I just posted uh, something a couple of days ago mm-hmm. on the Instagram, so be sure to check that out. Um, I want to say this is probably going to be the last you'll see of Morgor for a while. so. Um, Thank you guys for having me on the show again. And for an extended period of time, it was phenomenal. Uh, you guys are a great group. Anthony, you're an amazing dungeon master. So I have my fun. Thank you guys. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you so much for joining. I appreciate it. Uh, we all, we all love Morgor and the many faces that he comes with. And you've been with us pr- pr- since like the summer, I, the beginning of summer, I feel. Been basically past two, <laughs> two and a half months, almost.
2: Something like that. Yeah.
1: It's been quite a, quite a ride and uh, it's been a good time through the carnival.
2: Yeah. I've, I've had fun playing Morgor and all his different personalities. It's, well, it's been interesting.
1: Till Morgor returns. Uh, let's kick it over to Maximus. Where they, where can they find you?
0: Uh, you can find Maximus and his uh, Giphy tweets on Twitter at uh podcaster, Mad Max. I believe it is. I will get it right. One of these days, it's probably wrong. Um, you can follow me and any of my personal nonsense on the interwebs, uh, at the mark seven, one, six.
1: All right. Check them out. Uh, Howard.
3: Uh, Howard, you can follow Howard on Twitter at podcasters H. Um, and if you like to check out my doodles, I like to draw sometimes, uh, ratfink arts at, uh, on Instagram and Facebook. I forgot where I was at. Um, but yeah.
7: Finks, Finks is on the twitter at twitter.com slash podcastersphinx you can follow me and my miniature painting on instagram at phoenix forged phoenix forged very
1: nice please make sure to head on over check them out and last but not last but not least last but not last (laughs) i'm remus you can follow remus
8: at podcasters remus on twitter he'll probably respond to stuff or just post random Ominous pictures and or sentences. Uh, you can follow me, uh, Ricky Coates, at Rick underscore Coates on Twitter or Instagram if you want to. Other than that, I'm going to miss you, Morgor. i
6: will I'll
1: miss,
2: miss you most you. of all, Remus. <laughs> well,
1: it's been a fun time. Has, did anyone give anything to Morgor that he's about to just leave with?
8: I don't think so. Right. he had
1: like he came in with
8: a giant chainsaw axe and what what do you give someone that has that
2: I have the best item in D&D it rocks
1: I was hoping someone was going to give you the uh, the hand crossbow and see like you come back with like an upgraded hellish ver- version of it I was like oh great rail- demonic devilish infernal rail like rail gun like that- that's where we're going to go and he's like, like, I guess I'll keep it <laughs> I'm like, all right, we'll see what happens. Go, go further with this axe. All right, well, thank you guys. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in. I am going to grab a dice because I haven't rolled this one yet. We'll roll this one for today for our d20s. Everyone out there, grab those d20s, get them ready. And Morgor roll with advantage for your last one. And guys, keep rolling. I got a Oh, hey, you know what? I got a five. A three. Call five. five is cool.